Welcome to the Sparky Life Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Lamella. Here we discuss women in the trades and how to construct your career. Our guest today was nominated by Local 79 to represent the apprenticeship program, as well as being sponsored by her construction company, Holt, to attend the Tradeswomen Build Nations Conference that was held in Las Vegas this past year. Now, Stephanie is very beautiful, and I'd like our listeners to know, what's your height and weight, Stephanie? I'm five, five and a half, five, six, and I am 152, 152. Okay, give them a visual. Long, dark hair. <laughs> yes, <laughs> long, dark hair. <laughs> Glasses sometimes. Very, very beautiful. She's being modest. All right, Stephanie, and what got you into the trades? I have some acquaintances my ex-boyfriend, he actually is, I think he just became a journey worker, but him and some of my acquaintances, they told me when the application was coming out and they were like, you should get in on this. They knew I didn't have a career path. The women I met thought I went through new. I don't know if you heard of the new program, but it's pretty much a program for women. You take like a test with a few different questions and they place you in a trade that they think you'd work best in. But I didn't go through new. You know, they give out about, I think it's 2,000 applications and only 200 people get selected out of those 2,000 and they go within minutes. So you have to be on, on time when they're handing out those applications. Okay. Very, very high competition, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely high competition. That's for sure. And after you applied, you went through that process. Yes. Yeah, so after I got my application, which I was like number 200 and something when I was on the waiting list. Wow. That that I applied. I was, yeah, I was about like a half hour early, just waiting, clicking the button. I was like <laughs> waiting for it to come out. But um, yeah, after I got my application, I went to the school, they give you a paper and they set you up with an interview date. And I had my interview, which probably was about two minutes. And um, after that, I waited a few months and I got my email saying I got accepted. So then from there, I went through a three to four week training process, which was on Zoom and in person. So it was physical work and it was also school written, stuff like that. And that part is completely unpaid. Anyone that enters needs to be aware that when you're going into it, you are starting off with three to four weeks of unpaid training. So that's a big question a lot of people have because you're going to be out of work for that whole month. So yes, yes. And some trades pay you to go to school and some don't. So that's really important to know. Definitely. Now not being paid for that one month, would you say where you are now, was it worth it? Oh, there's no question. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the smile on her face as she says this. <laughs> yeah, no, a thousand percent. That's without a question. Going from a place where I was last year before I even got into this union, I mean, a lot has changed and this has definitely, you know, changed my life for the better in so many ways. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So can you Tell us some ways for the better things have changed. Absolutely. So money is always number one. I mean, the benefits that come with this union, the pay that they give you, that's 
it's incredible. I've never worked a job that had any of the benefits that we do whatsoever. I never worked a job where there was pension annuity, you know, you get vacation check. All of that 100% is obviously great. But alongside that, for the better, I've created relationships with people, you know, relationships. Even outside of my job, we go out together. We have dinners, you know, we do activities. It's more than just the money. I created like a life that I never even imagined for myself with friends that I didn't expect to make even coming into this. I had no set expectations. I was coming out of this with friends and anything else, but more so it's like a family Honestly, it's definitely the brother sisterhood that they they talk about when you're applying for this. Definitely. So nice. That's so great to hear. And is your family supportive? Oh, my family is so proud. <laughs> They're so <laughs> proud of me. Like, you know, at first, I'm not going to lie. My dad was probably the most skeptical one because going into this, it's a, you know, it is a male dominated industry. Right. And you don't always deal with the best people. That's yes. just the harsh reality of it. But watching all my progress and the work that I put in, my dad's crowd would be too good of a word, honestly. <laughs> like everyone's so happy. My godfather, my uncles, you know, my my brother, all the men that are in my family, alongside the women, you know, because I'm I have a lot of male in, in my family. So they're they're so proud of me. They're more than proud. Aww. Or just like the little things. I actually got nominated for my local to represent the apprenticeship that I'm going to be speaking in, actually. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> That's awesome! Congratulations! Thank you. So you didn't expect anything when you started? Yes. Tell our listeners, what does a day-to-day look like for a laborer? Right now, I well, I want to start off by saying when I first started working, I was on, I did all demo jobs. That's what they were throwing at me, all demo jobs. So with that, you can be working all hours in the middle of the night, or you can be working all hours during the day. Like those things all just, it's so sporadic. You're, you can expect rigorous hours, that's for sure. And okay. a very rigorous schedule. But now um, I'm on a GC job, which is at JFK. That was one of the biggest projects in New York. I got really lucky with that job. And right now my schedule has been seven to three, but we've been doing a lot of overtime because there's just been so much work going on. But pretty much on the job that I'm at now, GC is a lot of, you know, we do everything, but it's clean up after the other trades. Sometimes we'll do fireproofing, we'll do Monaco, we'll do our own demo, you know, just pretty much anything they ask us to do is what we do. He'll have me doing Monaco, so I'll go do any patches that weren't finished, you know, just everything. They asked me to stay overtime. I never turned down overtime. They really see who is willing to stay and put that work in. Yeah. When you do overtime, do you get time and a half? You get time and a half for overtime. And if you work Sundays, it's double time. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> we like the money. Yeah. Cha-ching. <laughs> I don't even remember the last time. I think the last time I did a, a 40 hour work week was when I first started at this job. That's I great. Spend so much overtime. It's it's crazy, but it's good. I enjoy working. It sounds like you have a lot of options. So in the beginning, it was a little bit more sporadic and all over the place. But now it's kind of it appears to be more of a set schedule where you have get to pick and choose if you want that extra money, if you don't want to make that extra money. Yes. And a GC job, you're you're guaranteed to get overtime. So 
That's great. That's great. And are you working with power tools? I am. I saw I saw those awesome yes. pictures of you. Tell our listeners yes. what you were doing. <laughs> yes. So one of my favorite tools, I tell everyone that they finally let me use on the job was <laughs> the jackhammer. The biggest one you can use. Badass. You're badass. I I love the jackhammer. That's my favorite power tool to use. And we were actually chopping holes up on the roof at Terminal 4, which is another job that we're doing right now. And it was funny because, you know, my foreman, he was like, I need to see this. I need to see this. (laughs) So one day, it was a Saturday, they brought me up to do some chopping with them. And he's seeing me on the jackhammer, which... I told him, I I don't even think anyone asked me. I was kind of just standing there with the vacuum at first, making sure there wasn't so much dust going everywhere. I was like, I want to use a jackhammer. I want to chop. Let me chop. So I just went in and did it. And he came over. He's like, wow. He's like, I never would have freaking thought. thought." (laughs) And it was a good feeling because he told me that I... I looked like I knew what I was doing. So that was a good compliment, honestly. Oh, yeah. I discouraged myself a lot, but... No, the amount of strength it takes to operate that machinery. Like, oh my gosh. That's no joke. That's no joke. No joke. It's very heavy. Yes. That's another thing. Coming into this, I started going to the gym at least, you know, a few weeks before I started my training because you have to make sure you're prepared upper body strength is everything especially being a laborer you're using your arms and legs all day but definitely your arms that's <laughs> probably one of the reasons why you look so fantastic <laughs> talk yeah. about a workout <laughs> oh yeah definitely this is definitely a gym with no membership yeah. <laughs> you get paid to go to the gym yeah. <laughs> and you said that you really love what you do so it sounds like you have a great passion for it i definitely do if you i always say this because i'm nothing but honest if you asked me a few years ago if i would ever see myself chopping holes (laughs) i would tell you you're absolutely out of your mind i would have never thought i'd be where i am today but i'm happy and i wouldn't change it for anything so can you give our audience an idea of an estimation or range of what a laborer makes. Yeah. So as an apprentice, you're starting off first year with 2020. That's your first year apprentice rate. But after your 4,000 hours, you're going up to 40, 42 an hour. So that's a rate as a laborer. And that is something I've never seen in my life. 40, 42 an hour. It just depends on which, you know, sometimes it can change up depending what job you're on, but 40, 42 in between there. I'm in the wrong trade, girl. (laughs) And alongside of that, you're, you know, you're getting money taken out for vacation, your annuity, your pension, you know. You have a future. You have so many things to look forward to. And like I said, I never worked a job where you're getting all those extra things. And that's, you know, that's going to be great for my future one day. And that's very important. Very important. Very important. I don't know if you've ever read the book Grit Before by Angela Duckworth. It's a really good book. (laughs) Highly, highly recommend it. In the book, she talks about bricklayer. And it's, it's this metaphor, basically, where she says there are three bricklayers. She you know, someone works walks up to the first brick layer and says, what are you doing? And he says, I'm laying bricks. And so that person 
has a job. And you walk up to the second bricklayer and you say, what are you doing? And he says, I'm building a church. That person has a career. You walk up to the third bricklayer, you say, what are you doing? And he says, I'm building the house of God. And that's when you know someone has purpose. Yeah. So when you think about what you do, where do you feel you fit? I've worked in a bait shop. I've worked in an MMA school. These are all jobs that I just did over a course of time. And it was just getting me by. It wasn't like I was really working and I was like, you know, I have a purpose here. Ever since I became a union laborer, I finally feel like, wow, I do have a purpose. And my purpose every day, the more I work is I am a strong girl. I find out more and more each day that I am capable of so many things that again, and something I always wanted to do that I was always sure of my whole life was being a leader and to just do bigger and better things. So definitely one of my purposes as a laborer is being a role model for women. And especially in this industry, it's very it's a tough industry. And as a girl, it's definitely hard. So really one of the things that crossed my mind every day is, you know, I want to be a strong woman. I want to be a leader for others. I want to show them that they can do this too. They are just as you know capable as me. And sometimes I can be very timid. I can, and I don't always carry enough confidence with me, but over the time that I have had, I have worked and I've been in this union. I've surprised myself with so many things. And I just tell myself more and more each day that, you know, wow, look how far you came. You can do this. And it just motivates me to uplift other people who might feel the same way I do sometimes, which is a little bit more like, I don't know if I can do this. I overthink. I question myself. But the answer is you can because I can. And I definitely proved that to a lot of people. And I just want to, you know, that's my purpose. I, I want to be something bigger and bigger and better out of this one day. You know, there's so many opportunities, even outside of being a labor, being a labor, you can start here and you can, it can work you up to bigger things. You know, that's, that's my purpose, showing others that you can do it. That's beautiful. A lot of women out there are intimidated by construction careers. Oh, yeah. And we're also very underestimated. Very underestimated. It's incredible. It's 2022. And we talk about women equality and how we can do it too. I find that in the corporate world, women still aren't being paid the same as men. So a huge benefit of being in the union is getting the same amount of money as the men do. Definitely. That's something they talk about a lot too. Um, you know, when I attend some of the events that we have for our union and the meetings, that's one thing that they're very, very big on is equality and making sure we have the same wages as men. So definitely something that's really good about the union. Tell me about your crew. Yes. <laughs> So um, right now at the job that I'm at, like I said, we're at JFK. We actually just finished Terminal 8 expansion. So cool. Yeah, it was, I came onto this job after about eight demo jobs that I did. So I have came into this job about, I'm going to say eight months ago. So they were kind of almost done with this, but I got to still see it from where there was things that were absolutely nothing. It was just dirt and rock and cement to this project that now I had, we had planes flying in the other day. It was just crazy to watch, you know, behind the scenes of how everything goes down. 
Yes. But yeah, I'm working for a whole construction right now. Um, they're amazing. We have so many good PMs, so many good. I'm super- sorry. What was the name of the company? Say that again. Yes. Holt Construction. Yes. So one of my favorite things about the company I'm with right now is how family oriented they are. Oh, such a family oriented company. And I think that's what makes waking up and going to work better every day. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like a family. We have awesome PMs, the project managers, the supers. When I first got to the job every other Friday, we'd have like buffets of food in the trailers waiting for us. They'd bring in, you know, we'd have little parties for people when it was their birthday. Um, Only she was having a baby. So we put together a little surprise thing in the trailer. All the coworkers that I work with right now are like brothers to me. Aww. God forbid somebody does something or talks to me the wrong way. That That's it. You mess with <laughs> one person. You're messing with all of them. That's the, tr- that is, that's the truth. That's the truth. So yeah, don't get on nobody's bad side. That's <laughs> That's great. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a real honor working with this company. Uh, it's one, one company I'll never forget. That's for sure. Do you have a lot of opportunity to move up within this company? Oh, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of growing and opportunities that, you know, definitely come my way. Not even just being a laborer, but, you know, we have project managers, like I said, on the job. They're supers. And I try to take in everything. And they, you know, might have great foremans who want me to do better. They always push me to be a better laborer, but more so they want me to be aware of everything that's going on. They always tell me absorb everything like a sponge because... You can become knowledgeable in a lot of things and then use it later when you're possibly one day I can become a project manager. Maybe I don't just stay a labor to become a project manager or so many other. There's just so many other positions that you can do. And it's really nice that they push me to be more than what I am now. They want me to grow. They want me to succeed. They want to see me do good. And this company as well, they always have someone that can sit down with you and answer any questions you have. If you're curious about something, just to learn, to teach you, and to definitely be like a backbone if you need it. That amount of support is very impressive. Oh, yeah, definitely. You don't really see that in business nowadays. Absolutely not. Out of any of the companies that I have worked for, and even just ones that I've heard of from other colleagues, there's absolutely no company like Holt. Wow. Wow. This is definitely a -a one-of-a-kind company, and that's just my personal opinion. And when we first met, you said that Holt sent you where recently? Oh, yes. I I went to Vegas. Responsible me to go for a event um, for women in the trades called Women Build Nation, and it's basically a very, very, very big event. <laughs> and there was actually over three thousand women from all over across the U.S., all different trades that attended this, and we had a huge march through the streets of Vegas. We had a bunch of different meetings with different people. It was just, you know, it was awesome to get to meet so many different women and feel so much strength and power in the room from these individuals that are in all different trades. You know, it was really cool. And I'm proud that I was able to be a part of it. It was an awesome experience and I cannot wait to go back next year. I think that they're planning one in Washington, but um, I definitely would like to go. Well, It seems like you're getting a lot of exposure to do exactly what you want to do. More of our sisters should be in the trades. I've 
worked with a lot of men so far. I, I think I've only worked with maybe one or two females on each job site that I ever went to. The rest are all men. So we definitely need more females. And I hope that women aren't, you know, as intimidated to go into an industry like this because you absolutely can do it. And I've learned that. I used to think maybe I can't. I was afraid when I went into my apprenticeship training and I came out one of the 22 all men in my class. Yeah, you're courageous. I definitely can. And I only went up from there and I'm still going up. Yeah. I have a lot to learn, but I'm definitely learning a lot. It sounds like exposure to positive things. And it's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. So women who are interested in getting into the trades, what would you recommend to them? So when I came into Local 79, I actually didn't know that there was a group called, it was new. And new is pretty much a program that you take a test. And from there, they place you in the trade that you fit best in. And that's strictly for women I came in simply just, you know, from an ear, somebody telling me that they give it applications and that's how I came in. But as a woman, that's definitely the route you want to take if you're interested in getting into the trades. Well, I love the idea of they kind of help guide you to what they think would work best with you. That's very cool. Definitely. That's a very good. I thought it was amazing. When I heard that, I had no idea about this. When I when I went for my interview was when I heard about new. But um, I think it's a great program for women. If you are looking for opportunity to get into the trades, definitely new is something to get into. And with all your life experience, with everything that you've learned so far, what's in your tool belt? What's something that you always carry with you? So definitely my number one tool in my tool belt that I've actually had to learn this one very much is not to care what anyone else thinks. Yes. That is one of my biggest downfalls and it was always in life, even outside of work, but it's definitely not to care what anyone else thinks. And that's something I have to remember every single day. And one of my biggest problems is always caring what people think. So the one thing I've always had to remember is not to care what anyone thinks or says or does. I just need to remember why I'm here and what my job is and what I'm told to do. That's it. Nothing else matters because if you care what other people think, it is going to affect you 100% and you're not going to be able to perform at your best. Yes. Never give a crap what anyone says. Just focus, focus on what you have to do and what you're told to do and don't give to about what anyone has to say. The only opinion that matters is your opinion. Exactly. Don't let anyone else walk on top of you because I've let people do it and it's not good. Yeah, but you don't let people do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been a struggle, but it's something I've very much learned over the course of being in this union, for sure. And getting tougher skin. That's yes. another one. You have to have tough skin. And I'm still learning that one myself because I'm very nice. <laughs> Literally, everyone tells me all the time, the day that you curse someone out, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> Literally. That's all because I'm just so nice. I'm, it's your sugar. Nice. You're a sweetie pie. Yeah. yeah, but with that sweetie pie comes a whole bunch of strength. So yeah. I think that's a great balance. <laughs> I remember a few weeks ago, I forgot what, what we were doing, but my foreman 
came up to me and goes, that nice, that nice act's not going to work anymore. You gotta <laughs> toughen up. And I'm like, I know, I have to. So it's definitely important, tough skin and not caring what anyone thinks. So That's great. That's great. I can see how much you love this. I'm sure our listeners can tell how passionate you are about it. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to see. It's definitely one of the best things that's ever happened to me, truthfully. Definitely as no job has impacted me the way 79 has. That's beautiful. And I can't wait to see where I am in a few years. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for the future. There's so much to look forward to. And it's definitely a journey that you just, you don't know where it's going to take you, but it's exciting to think about. And Stephanie, if any of our listeners have any direct questions, they want to contact you, do you mind if I give them some contact information, whether it's email or Facebook, whatever works for you? Absolutely. Definitely. That's so great. (laughs) I'd be happy to. All right, Stephanie, thank you so much again for being a guest on The Sparky Life. We loved having you. Thank you so much. Bye, sweetheart. Thank you. Bye. What a powerful conversation. Stephanie leaves us with the most important opinion about ourselves is our opinion. She doesn't let what others think take her away from her path or purpose. And discovering your purpose is true success. I think in order to discover your purpose and really listen to who you are, you need grit. One of my favorite quotes from Angela Duckworth is, One thing that's true of gritty people is they love what they do, and they keep loving what they do. I see a correlation between loving what you do and finding your purpose. Do the things that keep you energized. And if you haven't found those things yet, don't worry. It took me like three decades to find the things that energize me. And guess what? I'm still discovering. Thank you for joining us. If you felt a spark in today's episode, I invite you to write a review. I'd love to hear what lit you up. Take what resonates with you. And if you'd like to hear more of The Sparky Life, please subscribe, like, follow, and share. Until next time, create the sparks in your life.